Welcome to the Sex and Astrology Podcast. I'm Brandy Joy, your host, and today we're talking about your 2024 horoscopes. This horoscope video is for Leo. So whether you have you know regular Leo sun or Leo rising or Leo moon, uh, this horoscope is for you. So if you're a Leo, um, we have Pluto going into Aquarius this month in January 2024. Um, Pluto going into Aquarius is in your house, your seventh house of relationships and partnerships. So this um, already has been kind of, you know, happening for you for a little while this this past year. Um, But now um, this year, it really is going to, you'll start seeing some of the effects a little bit more. So um, if you are Leo, um, Pluto in your seventh house of partnerships and relationships leads to profound transformations. And this is going to be going on for the next two decades, the next 20 years, Pluto is going to be going through your seventh house. Pluto is a very slow moving planet. And so it's been going through Capricorn since 2008. And um, as it was going through Capricorn, it was going through your house of, um, you know, daily work life and habits and health and things like that. Now it's going to be spending these next 20 years in your house of partnerships, relationships, contracts, Yeah, so this is really going to, um, it's going to make you evaluate um, and really face some of the shadow aspects of your partnerships, of your uh, perception of your partnerships and your relationships. So um, this can also lead to a lot of power struggles for people if they, you know, need some development in this area. Right. So uh, this is a time to really step back and maybe do some shadow work in terms of your partnership uh, perceptions and the the way that you relate to other people, the way you connect. Trust issues can come up and stuff like that. So it's just about kind of you learning, you know, what is best for you in that area of your life in terms of your partnerships, your relationships, your marriages and things like that. It can even be business partnerships, any type of contracted partnership which is marriage and business partnerships typically. Um, So this could be a time where you need to learn how to let go of things or to um, just change the way that you look at them or the way that you deal with them. Um, So this will be a very profound time um, for relationship transformation for you. It's like when Pluto goes through a house, it's like you go, you become reborn in that area. You become better in that area by the end of the cycle by the end of the transit. Relationships could end during this time, they could transform, or you might end up with a totally new relationship. Or it could be that you go through a lot of different relationships during this time because um, you're learning about them. It just depends on your personal chart as to what exactly happens, but it is just a time of learning about um, growing and learning about commitment, learning about the concept of like, really connecting with another person, um, knowing what, uh, being able to discern what is best for you and what is best for the partnership, learning balance in that area. And, um, you know, Pluto really will push you to confront your shadows. So it's a good time to start doing shadow work in that area. Um, it's a good time to evaluate your joint finances and stuff that you have, um, together legally. Um, overall though, it's a time of purging, what no longer serves you. Okay. 
and fostering the best connections that really contribute to your best life path in that area. So it's not a bad thing. It can be a difficult thing. It can be a challenging thing for a lot of people. It doesn't have to be. It depends on where you are as a soul, where you are in that area of your life already. Um, It could be that you are in a really good place in that area, and maybe it doesn't need a lot of that, right? But um, things will usually come up in this area for you over the next 20 years that are pretty significant, and just a lot of growth will happen for you in that area of partnership. So um, then we have Saturn in Pisces all this year in 2024, right? So Saturn uh, went into Pisces in March of 2023, and it will be there until May of 2025. So it's there all year in 2024. So Saturn in Pisces means it's in your eighth house. (laughs) All right, so you have Pluto in your seventh, Saturn in your eighth. This is all relationship, partnership, intimacy stuff, Um, This has to do with um, like you going through a lot of transformation this year regarding um, it could be uh, psychological growth. It could be intimate relationships that really come up for you. And, you know, Saturn prompts the need for establishing boundaries in your relationship. So if you're learning boundaries that, you know, makes sense for you because Saturn in the eighth is about your boundaries with other people. Right. So this year might be very focused on you really learning what boundaries are, how to establish them. If you already know about boundaries and stuff, um, then it really could just be maybe the people around you start learning about it because these things, these transits, they can be internal or external. So it could be you or it could be somebody close to you that's learning maybe through you or you are somehow connected to them, you know, in an intimate way. And so it's affecting you in some way. Right. So this could be boundaries for you. It could be boundaries for someone that's close to you. But this is a very serious transit. It's, you know, just a very just um, kind of it makes you more serious in that area, wherever it is, because Saturn is a very serious um, teacher kind of archetype as it goes through a house. And so um, it could also have to do with inheritance as well in the house of um, the eighth house. Right. The eighth house has to do with joint resources, joint finances, um, the merging of all assets and resources, including yourself, right? So anything related to inheritance might come up during this time. And um, it, it really encourages you to be more responsible in the area that it goes through. So it's going through your eighth house of other people's resources and also intimacy. And um, so you might notice that Saturn is encouraging you to be more responsible in that area of your life, in your area of close partnerships and merging and um, connecting and sharing resources. Um, So financial matters might come up this year, big time for you if you have this eighth house kind of aspect, Um, especially if you're involved in joint resources um, or any type of partnerships, right? Uh, So this is about commitment. It's about uh, structure. It's about long-term planning, Um, So Saturn's transit, um, it'll help you to confront any fears you might have over this kind of stuff, and it can help with any unresolved issues. And those can even just be psychological issues because the eighth house has to do with your psychological, uh, you know, depth and state and everything. Uh, So yeah, anyways, um, it's a good opportunity for you to really face any um, concerns in these areas of partnerships, relationships, shared resources, inheritance. Um, 
And uh, so just um, know that it's a time for emotional difficulties, usually for people. And um, it's a good time to really start working on a stable emotional foundation and stable emotional, um, you know, foundation with other people. So boundaries and things like that. So boundaries are a big issue for you um, right now over the next, you know, next year and a half. And also with Pluto in your seventh house, <laughs> the next 20 years, really, it could be coming up for you. All right. So let's talk about, I'm going to talk about the uh, the good stuff at the end. Um, but right now I want to focus on more of the transformative things. So the eclipses, um, we have two eclipse seasons every year. And so the eclipses, they happen um, in pairs, right? So this Last year, we started this new cycle of Aries Libra, Aries Libra eclipses, okay? So the third and the ninth house will be affected for you. So let's talk about that. So this past October, October 14th, 2023, we had a new moon solar eclipse in Libra at 21 degrees. Now, what that means is you had um, started something probably in the third house, um, it could be that you, um, you started something new, like, um, the way you communicate even, or a new skill that you wanted to learn. Um, so the third house is, it's an area of your siblings. It's an area of your neighborhoods. It's an area of like your local environment. Um, but also it has to do with your communication, the way you communicate, the way you perceive communication, and also uh, just siblings and like extended family members and things. So in October of 2023, this new cycle began for you in this Aries Libra kind of energy where um, the next chapter is going to be happening for you in March of this year. So whatever came up for you, whether it was a new skill that you were developing, because third house is the area of skill building, um, maybe you went back to school. Um, so it's like an opportunity to learn something new, develop something um, in yourself that you want to. And it's also, again, it can be your siblings as well. So if anything happened in terms of neighborhood or siblings, a change there, um, then this next chapter in March, March 25th, will again bring that to light and take you to the next chapter. So remember whatever happened in October of 2023. So that way, you know that what's to what's the next chapter likely to be about in March of 2024. Um, there could be a reevaluation of, let's say, your local community. Maybe you moved or maybe you're thinking about moving. It could be more about your neighborhood. It could be, um, again, it could just be projects or um, even communication issues that came up for you. Uh, so March, um, we're going to have March 25th, we're going to have a full moon lunar eclipse at in Libra at five degrees. All right, so this is going to be like a culmination from October. So again, whatever happened then, you're going to see a ne next level of it in that same house coming up in March, the end of March. And then right after that, on April 8th, we have another eclipse, and this will be a new moon solar eclipse happening in Aries at 19 degrees. So this will be in your ninth house. So this will be about new beginnings in your ninth house. So the ninth house is about higher education. It could be you like completing a course of study or going back to school. It could be about, you know, getting an advanced degree. Um, it could also be about long distance travel and exploration for you. Uh, so this could be a new beginning for you to um, get these unexpected travel opportunities happen. 
Um, and it could also be a time where uh, you start exploring some foreign cultures, um, expanding your higher mind. Um, it could be about you um, undergoing like a new worldview or philosophy. Um, it could be about a spiritual awakening for you because the ninth house is your higher mind. It's like awakening. It's about developing faith and intuition, a belief system, new philosophies, expanding your mind. So anything to do with all of this stuff, it could be higher education. It could be philosophy. It could be religion. It can be spirituality. Um, it's an awakening kind of energy, expansive awakening energy. It's about exploration and learning. Um, so also legal issues um, could be coming up during this time if you do have the eclipses in your ninth house, um, because the ninth house is associated with legal matters and justice. So they might come to the forefront at this point. Um, if there's something that's kind of been there brewing that needs to come up all of a sudden, it's like, oh, here's some legal issues. Um, we need to go ahead and take care of this. So yeah, you can see how the ninth house is about expanding your horizons. It's about opening up to new opportunities and expansion, and it broadens your perspective on life. So the eclipse is happening in your third and ninth house. They can really, really change you in terms of like your mind, in terms of like you going to a whole nother level um, in, in your, your wisdom and your beliefs and your philosophies and things like that. This is a time of awakening for you. And then we have on September 17th, over in the fall, we're going to have another eclipse season, right? We always have two. So September 17th, 2024, we have Pisces, full moon, sol full moon, lunar eclipse at Pisces, 25 degrees. All right, so September 17th, this eclipse is going to happen in your eighth house. <laughs> right, so you have uh, Saturn there as well. So Saturn and the eclipse will be hitting you in your eighth house. So this is going to be very transformative for you this year in terms of your eighth house, which is about your uh, intimacy, shared resources, shared finances, psychological stuff. Um, so the eighth house is associated with transforming your relationships, transforming um, your intimate partnerships, providing like a whole new way of letting go of the old and, and coming in with the new, new beginnings in this area. Um, there could be changes in your sexual and intimate connections during this uh, this whole year with this eclipse energy and the Saturn energy all in your eighth house and then Pluto in your seventh. So anything involving your partnerships, your sexuality, um, your intimate connections, shared resources, all of that is like very transformative for you right now. Um, this It might lead you to approach your relationships differently maybe um, deepen your intimacy, understand what might be blocking you if you're having any issues. But it's about shadow work and purging the bad stuff from that area and establishing like a new foundation, a new beginning in the eighth house for you. We just did a retreat in this past October, actually, during the eclipses um, in the eighth house um, because there were the eighth house aspects. And so we did a retreat on the eighth house in Daytona Beach, Florida. Um, we're going to be doing another one in May, hopefully up in maybe New York or something. But uh, the eighth house is a very significant house. It's like the house that I love to deal with. I actually have a lot of things going on with my eighth house um, just in my whole birth chart. Right. So eighth house subjects um, are something that I really, you know, zone in on because they're so important in terms of you really taking your life to the best level 
um, in terms of your connections and um, your boundaries and establishing a really good, healthy life. Because what is the thing that stresses people out the most in life? People, <laughs> right? And so um, the eighth house is about other people. Seventh house, other people, right? So this this can actually be the biggest stressor in your life. So it's really good to get healthy about it. And this is your opportunity to do that with the combination of the eclipses and Saturn in your eighth and the Pluto in your seventh. This is a great time for you to really focus on yourself and your boundaries and what relationships are good for you, what relationships are maybe not so good for your growth, and then establishing the best way to go about them. Um, really confronting your fears in these areas and um, unresolved issues, um, things that are hidden about yourself will come out in terms of this stuff. Maybe there's some things that you didn't even realize about yourself in terms of this. Maybe you thought you had good boundaries, <laughs> but maybe you don't. Something like that. You know, I don't know. Anyways, um, the final eclipse will be October 2nd this year. So October 2nd, we have a final eclipse in Libra at four degrees back in your third house. Uh, so this will be a new moon solar eclipse. It'll be about new beginnings in your third house of communication. Isn't it kind of funny that you're learning about communication at the same time you're learning about relationships? right? That's how it kind of works, right? Um, this this year is going to be very profound for you um, in terms of learning about yourself, learning about people um, that you're tied to in this lifetime, your karma, um, and what you can do to make your life even better and the best for you. Because communication, excellent way for you to make your relationships better is by learning better communication skills. So this is a good time for you to work on that. Um, understand how you come off to people, um, can also be an issue with third house, right? So the eclipse happens in October for you in your house of communication. You're going to learn a lot about communication. You're going to learn a lot. Um, there can be some revealing, illuminating things in re regarding um, your relationships with even like your, again, your extended family members, your neighborhood, and your just your partnerships in general. Um, also remember, um, third house is also skill development and um it can it can definitely be a time for you to be learning a lot of new things and establishing your own path in terms of your awakening. All right, so let's move on to the final rough aspect, which is Mars retrograde. Um, Mars retrograde, December sixth, <clears throat> sorry, December sixth through February twenty third, at the end of the year. Right, the last few well, the last month of the year, and then the first two months of twenty twenty five. We're going to have Mars retrograding in Cancer and Leo. Your sign. <laughs> so um, this will be your first house and your 12th house, which will be activated by Mars retrograde. When Mars retrogrades in the 12th house, it manifests as inner conflicts, usually. Um, it could be like underlying agitation, right? There might be a need to confront any repressed anger issues, repressed frustrations, um, repressed desires even. Okay. So Mars, that's what Mars is. Mars is anger and emotion and desire and power and aggression and getting what you want and asserting yourself and things like that. It's also sexuality and it will be retrograding in your 12th house of the subconscious, or you could say really the unconscious, right? The things that are hidden within you, the things that maybe you know, you've repressed even. 
So it can bring out the unresolved anger issues or frustrations will come to the forefront for you. It's a good time for you to do shadow work at the end of the year, December 6th through February 23rd with that Mars retrograde. You want to be very careful with this kind of energy because it does make you agitated usually. Um, and so any unresolved issues um, need to be acknowledged. And instead of like snapping at people, <laughs> you'll notice that you might be doing that, right? You want to really step it back. You want to do some good meditation work. You want to do some things that are 12th house stuff, right? Eighth house too. Eighth house and 12th house are very much like doing tantric yoga, doing kundalini yoga, doing, um, you know, channeling. So really going into trance every day, uh, doing banishing rituals where you really get yourself into a more grounded state. Really important for you. This is a huge year for you, Leo. This is a huge year for you. Okay. Uh, so this period um, also is about um, personal growth during this, you know, Mars retrograde. It's about you being able to assert yourself without being aggressive because it will affect your relationships big time. And especially when Mars is in retrograde for those three months, that's going to be an issue where if you do confront somebody or lash out at somebody or start something, a conflict with somebody, it's likely to be long lasting during Mars retrograde because the Mars retrograde makes everything kind of slow down. And so if you think, oh, I'm just going to address this issue and it'll go away. No, not usually. <laughs> when that happens, if you do address an issue, it might get blown out of proportion. It might take a lot longer than you thought to resolve. So just be aware of that. You might want to write that down in your calendar. <laughs> um, but Mars retrograde in the, you know, in these houses, it really does make people a little bit more agitated in the need for trance and the, the need for shadow work big time. So this is your year of shadow work, Leo. All right. So let's talk about your positive aspects. <clears throat> your positive aspects. Let's see. August 28th of 2023 to January 27th of 2024, we had Uranus retrograde. And this was in your 10th house of career and social reputation and public image. So if you don't have a career, that's okay. It can just be your reputation. Okay. But when Uranus retrogrades in a house, it kind of makes you feel stuck in that area. So you might've been having a lot of changes or things where you were like, oh yeah, I want to do this or I want to do that. And then all of a sudden come August of this year of 2023, you might've started feeling stuck, right? In that area of your career or your public image, your reputation. So Uranus uh, is like, uh, it takes seven years to go through a sign, right? So it's already been going through your sign for like five years, right? It's going through Taurus in your 10th house. Um, as it's been doing that, it's been kind of, um, you know, revelations and shocks and, and maybe um, realizations and illumination of like, oh, you know what, I need to change this. Or maybe something happens and there's a crisis in that area. So your 10th house is being affected by uh, this in the past five years. It could also be technology. Um, Uranus can kind of um, bring new technologies and stuff. So those are some things that maybe have been going on with you in that area. Maybe you've been learning to use new technology or something. But since August, you've had this like stuck energy in your 10th house. And thankfully here at the end of January, January 27th, that's finally going to unstick because Uranus is going to go direct. All right. So um, at, at that point, right, things are going to get a little better. Jupiter is now going to be going in your 10th house this year. Um, it's probably already in your 10th house, right? Jupiter is in Taurus. Um, it went into Taurus May of 2023, um, and it will be there until this May of 2024. So Jupiter has been going through your 10th house. 
um, Jupiter will be conjuncting, joining Uranus in April. So um, all through April, it will be what I, what we call in astrology, it will be within orb. <laughs> Jupiter and Uranus will be within orb uh, during the month of April. Um, it will hit like the most April 20th. April 20th, 21st when, is when it will be the strongest impact. But when Jupiter and Uranus get together in a house, expect the unexpected. Unexpected developments, unexpected luck, unexpected opportunities in the area of your 10th house. Public career, it could be authority. You could become more of an authority. You could get a promotion. Um, it could also be you get a new boss. Um, it could be that you, um, something in terms of your career, your work, um, in terms of your public image, it can also have to do with your parents. Okay. So, um, the parents, um, are a part of your four and 10 access. Okay. In astrology. So your, your parents, um, could also come up as an issue here, but expect the unexpected here, expect unexpected developments and opportunities in terms of your career, in terms of, um, your public image. Um, you never know this, this can be a really, really good time for you, uh, coming up in April. So that'll be a lot of fun. So even though you have all this relationship transformation stuff happening, um, you have some really good opportunities here in career and public image. So that's wonderful. If you would like to download my free guide on relationships, love and sex and in astrology, I have a free guide on my website at brandyjoy.com. And I hope I'll see you next week for our next episode. So thanks so much for joining me and see you next week.